And now the conclusion from the latest episode of Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. Hey, listen, did you hear about this push that's going around for uh, four-day work week? No. Never heard about it? There's, um, I think California has been pushing, has been talking about it and, and, and doing proposals on it. But it's, it's, I, I did not know until today that this was something that's, a, this is a national phenomenon where they're trying to get people to work or get employers to have their employees work four days but still pay them 100% of their salary. No, because you'd probably work four 10-hour days. Uh, no, no, no. Same thing. Whatever your uh, whatever let's say it was an eight hour schedule, then you would continue working an eight hour schedule, but you were only doing four days, and that fifth day you would have off. Mm-hmm. I, man, I, I you know I'm I'm putting California on this, but I have a yeah, I think it was California late last year that first started popping this up, and I'm like this is crazy. Well, anyway, here's this article uh, in CNN: the world's biggest four day work week pilot begins. Thousands of U.K. workers are starting a four-day work week from Monday with no cut to their pay in the largest trial of its kind. The pilot, which will last six months, involves 3,300 workers spanning 70 companies, ranging from providers of financial services to fish and chip restaurants. During the program, workers receive 100% of their pay for working only 80% of their usual week in exchange for promising to maintain 100% of their productivity. productivity. But you can't. Okay. So in my mind, when I got to that part, I was like, there's no way that you're going to be able to do 100% in, in an 80% window. No way you're going to be able to do it, right? But then I scrolled, I kept reading, I kept reading, and, then, and they said, until now, Iceland had conducted the biggest pilot of a, a shorter working week between 2015 and 2019 with 2,500 public sector workers involved in two large trials. Those trials found no corresponding drop in productivity among participants and a dramatic increase in employee well-being. So according to this article, Mm -hmm. they're saying that Iceland did it for a longer period of time because what they're testing now is only six months. They did it for four years. And he said, and in that four years time period for 2,500 people, they saw no dramatic, uh, drastic change in productivity. I, I, and so I'll, I'll just leave it there for now. And um, I'm reading this, and I'm, I, I hope that I'm not jaded, right? This, this is always a concern of mine that I become who I rail against. And I hope that I'm not jaded. But... In this article, they talk about mental health, mental health, mental health. They keep bringing up mental health in this article and that because of COVID and because of the pandemic and because of the slowing people, because of people having to work remotely, they are now re um, taking a, a different look at the workforce and, and, and the work environment and saying that we are creating mental health time bombs in our current work structure and that we need to make a change. And so here they are trying to do this four-day work week. Now, from one standpoint as an employee, I'm like, crap, man. If I can make 
the same amount of money and work less days, yo, I'm down with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And less hours, you know, less hours make the same amount of money, I'm body body. Let's do it, right? But then there's this, the the flip side of me, the realist in me that says, like, there's no way. No way. Because in the Iceland Iceland thing, it was it was public work public workers. So I'm thinking like garbage men, you know, water sewer guys, you know, people who work in the public for for the government in the public sector. But in England, they're talking about even restaurants working four days a week, you know, and getting the same pay, pay the same amount. I'm like, there's no way that this could work. And this is, and if it doesn't work, but yet they sold it to us and they gave it to us, they'll never be able to take it back. And and again, this is the slippery slope of the wussification of Western society, where we are becoming weaker and weaker and the power base, the people at top are doing it intentionally. And again, this this is coming from possibly a jaded perspective, but the power base are weakening us, making giving us things, mandating it and giving us things so that we become weaker and less effective. What do you think? I'm jaded? No, I don't know. They're uh so what you said with the um Iceland? Iceland. So, yeah, so they were able to pay the public sector because I imagine they pay taxes there. So the government didn't lose oh, any yeah, money. Oh, yeah, for sure. They paid t- yeah, taxes. so that didn't make a difference. So they can they can test that all they want. You're not losing any money because the people are paying for the slack. So that's, you know, that's, a, a, that's silly to me. You do the restaurant stuff, you know, go for it, see what happens. But I don't know how the U.K. operates, but I know in America we're capitalists. The business is going to win. Like they want to like again with w- raise minimum wage to fifteen dollars. Okay, I'm gonna fire two employees. I'm gonna make my money as a business owner. Right. So you can set all the stuff you want. That's fine. If my goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars a week, the employees. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this employee. So I'm gonna pay these two five more dollars an hour. So I'm gonna cut these two. Their benefits are gone. I'm actually making more money. Yeah, give me, <laughs> give me more stuff because the benefits cost and, and, money. And meanwhile, those the, the employees that stay are, are now busting their butt. They've got to work much even harder. harder, right? And so, same. So you're saying with that, like you, how many people like you work? You have 40 hours a week. Do you actually sit at your desk driving whatever it is you do for 40 hours? How much working do you actually do? I would guess, but cut it in half. 20 hours in 40 hours. So you can still get the exact amount of work done. You have to budget your time better. You're a procrastinator. You, you cannot put it off to the fifth day. You put it off to the fourth day. As long as the work gets done, fine and dandy. But guess what? If you're doing all this work this quickly, why weren't you doing it then? Here comes the evaluations. You guys are doing double the work now, and there's this, that, and the other. You could easily do triple the work, so you're fired. So now I'm making back my... You're going to do so much more work now because I still got to make, if I'm paying you for doing nothing, I got to recoup that money from somewhere else on that fourth day or that fifth day. So you're fired. You're working triple the amount. That The business income stays the same. Yeah, we can have four-hour work weeks and it's going to suck or four, yeah, four-day work weeks and pay for eight and pay for five. But four-day work weeks pay for five days, but people are going to suffer for it, same as um, raising minimum wage. So they can do what they want. The people, as always, are going to take the hit. It all looks good, which means the power that be, they know you're going to take the hit. 
They're counting on it so they can give you your welfare so you can work just enough to be poor and never prosper for anything. They'll handle all your money, which means I'm paying for you to be a lazy bum at home, and they have you right where they want you. That's all this is about. So he just painted the entire picture from start to finish, right? And he gave you the end result, right? Which the que- which starts off with why would they do this? I think reasonable people will say that there's no way you can do 40 hours in 30 hours. If that, if my math is right, right? If no, if you actually hours, if you actually 40, worked 40 right. hours, if you actually worked 40, 40 hours, you, do you can't do it in 32 hours, right? I think that reasonable people can say that, and if you can, in about five more minutes. Okay, and if you can, that means that. You really aren't working 40 hours. That you're taking shorts, and if you're taking shorts, then yeah, work through two hours, and I'll pay you 32 hours, right? That yeah. that that just that's reasonable. People would say this. Unfortunately, we're we're creating a, a culture, we're creating a society, people who who are instead of saying like, yeah, why am I loafing around for eight hours? Why don't I really do some serious work in my 32 hours and command more? For my forty, if you want forty hours, I'll give you forty hours, but I want more because you're gonna do more. Why don't Why don't we think like that? Instead, we're saying, you know what, you're working me too hard. I want you to pay me the same, but work me less. That, that and all you have to do is revo- put the re- role reversal. St- instead of being the employee, you be the employer. And if you and as the employer, I don't think that's going to fly in your heart. I don't think in your mind that you're going to accept that because every dollar you let go is a dollar coming out of your pocket. Okay, so we started off with like reasonably this doesn't make sense, but then we have to ask the question: Well, why would you propose something that doesn't make sense? And Billy so eloquently brought us to the end by saying that they are trying to create fat people. They're trying to create lazy, fat people who yeah. are un- unhealthy. What's that movie, Wally? I think it's called Wally. Where yeah, they were Wally, s- yeah. They were in a spaceship, and you know they went in there as skinny people. But I don't know how many years later, they're all fat, can't even can't even walk, and you know they're all being pushed around. That's what they're trying to create. They're trying to create a nation, a country, uh, a, 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 a world full of Wallys, so that they could be at the top, and they can control everything that that flows downwards. But the only difference is the Wally gig, it, once they get you in the Wally state, then <laughs> then the force happens. And then they're going to tell you, hey, get up and go sweep that street over there. And you're like, oh, hold on a second. I'm not used to doing that kind of stuff. Don't yell at me. But by that time, all power is gone, and you're going to have no choice. We're going to have no choice but to do what the master says because we gave up everything all, all in the name of being lazy. Being lazy. Yeah, so like I said, that's what that's what Pete. That's what they want. And to uh, answer your second question, and we got to go. I don't believe in the mental health stuff, but one hundred percent working for some of these companies definitely puts you on edge and makes you hate your life because they don't care about your quality of work as long as the work the business needs gets done. You're you're just a cog in the machine. And so I also understand if you're going to work me to death and I'll give me that extra day off, I'm for that as well. But my opinion is they're doing it to get you to take their $1,000 a month or whatever it is to keep you just enough, just destitute enough to contribute but not too much by your vote and all that stuff. Is there is there a resolution for what you just said in terms of a company? No. 
Because, again, we're capitalists. Money's, money's deemed successful, not quality of work, the quantity of it, how much you can get. That's what success is measured by, not how good of a job you do. It's how much money you earn. So, no, it'll never – because if you can get – And, can and get, so we shouldn't try to is what you're saying as well. What do you mean? I, I asked the question, is there any way of fixing this, resolving this? And you said no. No. And so my next question is, should we even try to? You can try. That's but, why there's unions out there, but you're never going to do it because they're, they're, they're a corporation that makes money from the worker. So should, they're, should they're the just as shady. Should the government step in? No. No. We're, it's a free society. You're, you, don't, I don't have, you don't have to work at that company. You can go work someplace else for less money that doesn't have any urgency. But if you want to make money, odds are you got to work for it. If you've got to be stressed out, take your work home, that's what you've got to do. No one is making in America. You're not forced to work anywhere you don't want to work. You can quit and go somewhere else. But if that's the, but if that's the case, you got to kind of fall in or do something else. But if you – because the business owner, like we said, is going to see. You're doing 40 hours of work in 32, but I'm still paying you for this. How much more can I squeeze out of you? Which means I'm going to fire you, and now you've got one person doing two people's job in, in 30, like whatever, however the math works out. And they're going to get back to being worked just as hard in four days as in five days. And they'll make their money off a 40-hour week salary, but the company's going to make their money because the there's going to be win. another. Yeah, the house always wins. The house always wins. I mean, the people think they, they, you have your best of intention, which is great. But you, you're, you, if you were in, like Steve said, if you were in that position, if you were the boss, you wouldn't think how you thought. Your job is to make money because you're at work too. But your work... Is based on other people. And now, people nowadays are lazy and untrustworthy, some of them. So you have to know who you're, in, who you're employing. Are they worth keeping on? If you got to pay them extra for nothing, you really got to trust that they're worth keeping on. So they will, they'll still be productive to make you money paying that extra day of, of nothing. The, the, my two biggest takeaways from this is, one, the government has to stop getting involved because – when the, if the if the government forces companies to say you have to do this because I'm I, I'm going to look this up but I'm pretty sure this is California if the gov if the government forces companies to say you have to do this dude I mean like you you're putting companies in a situation where ultimately we are going in the beginning it may look good for us we may cheer and say yeah 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 but I but I promise you it won't take long before they before the companies say the gig is up and they figure out a way of putting it back on the people. That's oh, the they one. always put it back on the people. Oh, they, they can't help it. It's, it's part of business. Their job is to make money. So our goods will go up, taxes, it's, everything will go up. It's going to affect us. Yeah. But the second takeaway of this is as a society, we shouldn't want something for nothing. That's just, it's, it's bad. It, I, I was, go as far as saying it's immoral. We should not want something for nothing. We sh everything that we have, we should want to either earn it or work for it, somehow, you know, feel good about the reason that we possess it. You know, I'm not, I'm not being extreme to talk about gifts and stuff like that. I'm just talking about in general, in life itself, part of our esteem that we get is because we put our hand to something and we're able to survive because we put our hand to something. Once we become a society who says, like, hey, look, I want to be able to sit back and, and sip tequilas all day and still be good. Once we become that society, we are unproductive, and it's a, 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 a straight, steep, downhill descent from there. Well, just based off what you said, being productive, you know, get, having pride in what you do gives you a sense of, of esteem, some good self-esteem. You're contributing. You feel good. Well, low self-esteem means you're depressed. Depressed means drugs, which means government handouts, which means medication, doming people down. 
It's all by design. That's why they don't want you to have self-esteem. Self-esteem means you're, you're self-regulated. You don't need the government to baby you. So obviously we're going to make you lazy, make you feel like you're worthless. We can give you drugs, make you feel better about yourself. But come back next month, we'll give you more drugs. And then you don't forget your check on the way out for the, your monthly uh, welfare check. So listen, that's all it's about. You know what? I'm just going to say this. I would like to know with these shootings that have happened, and we're not getting into it, but how many of them were into were in drugs? Because you just said something about drugs and taking drugs. And I, I, it will be very interesting if we find out that well, most of these shooters are taking some sort well, of— Well, the old man talked about it last week when he said because most of them were on some sort of something from when they were kids to now— and I think the last Friday show was in there at one point we talked about go – they dope up little little boys, not little girls. So little girls aren't out there taking, you know, Uzis to everybody. It's the little boys that are 18, 19 years old, 20 years old because they spend the last 15 years doped up, numbing themselves because they're not allowed to run wild and, and do their thing. And they don't know how to feel. Go ahead and do it. They yeah. don't know how to they're, feel they're and participation, deal with their feelings. They're participation, right. participation trophy kids where if someone tells them, no, you suck, and they've been told they're great, here's your award for nothing their entire life. Life hits them, you know, the kid kicked, the mom kicked him out of the house, fight with Wi-Fi, you suck this, that, and the other, probably never been told no his whole life, doesn't know how to react, boom, it goes nuts. Doped up with drugs, all that kind of thing. These are these are possibilities. No one says they're facts, but they're definitely possible. And again, we'll finish with this topic. You know, the, the Mo Brooks on that interview with yeah. whatever her name was. Uh, Sandra Smith. Smith, yeah. Right. You know, he grew up, there was guns back then, no mass shootings. He, he said he, he pulls yeah. up to school with a gun in his car. Yeah, none of that stuff. Yeah. You, I mean, look at, when was the last time you saw a cartoon? Everybody's happy-go-lucky and holding hands and all this crap today. Tom and Jerry try to kill themselves in every single episode. episode. So it's not the content on TV because it was, you know, happy-go-lucky now versus cartoons blowing each other up, you know, again, in the 80s, early, uh, early 90s, late 80s. What else has changed? The, this stuff has been there. The degradation of the family, doping up these kids. What else out there is happening? Because, again, we've always had violence on TV. It's a little more graphic nowadays for sure. But for little kids watching, Tom and Jerry has been killing themselves for decades, and they weren't going up there blowing up their cats in the, in the front yard. They had parents. They had a sense of morality. They knew right from wrong. They don't have that anymore. So start thinking of what it is. And if they do have it, they're doped up. And they're starting to lose it. And, so and, just think that, just keep that and, in mind. This is what he said. And if they do have it, they're doped up. But what if they don't have it and they're doped up? Those are the kids climbing clock towers, man. What were we just talking about? Oh yeah, culture. So do you think how political do you think our conversation was today? Conversations were today. Just enough to not be too political. <laughs> I'm wired this way, man. I'm wired this way. I I spent some time with my friends this weekend. And I just know that they're like, dang, this dude, man. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not doing it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? But you, but, but it, you it, are. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. These are the things that I think of. Like, for example, if I ask you, like. I think about it, too, but I make a point to talk about it. If I, you, you say you think about it, too, right? A, I question, like, do you think about it as much as I think about it? And that, it no, does, it's not it's right a, or wrong. It's, an answer, it's just, no, no. okay, okay. No, no, it's not right or wrong. The okay. answer is no, I don't. But then, number two, it's like when you go to say something, right? You say something based on something that's in your head. So, when I go to say something, I'm saying something based on something that's in my head. Well, it's, we're, we're not getting, it could be, <laughs> be a definitely another episode. But 
just going off what I know, right. you're surrounded by yes men. No, I'm not. You are. You think Jeff is a yes man? You're not surrounded by Jeff. You're surrounded by your kids 24-7. Oh, oh okay, say. They okay. do what you want when you want. Uh, no, man, I don't Hunt, think so. Yeah. No, 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 no. Case in point. L- listen. No, no. Okay, go ahead. If I decide to stop editing, what is your answer? Of course that's going to be my answer. It doesn't mean I'm no, going to win. No, say it out loud. <laughs> no, no, You're going to make your kids do it. I'm not going to say it out loud. So my, that being said, <laughs> that being said. I don't know. I do not know if my kids would do editing for me now because you polluted the well. Well, that's my point, though. You, but you would before you would force them. They have no, they can't say no to you. I would try so to force them. So if people say no to you, Steve, stop talking politics. But they can't. They're gonna you. You have no choice. No, you don't they, learn to. They they w- listen. My friends, if if I if I'm over the top, I'm not saying your friends. Okay, your kids. You're around them the most. You, you've developed this, and again, my opinion, just from what I know and we talk about, okay. of saying what you want, getting what you want, because your kids are always going to do it. We've, we've talked about, you know, like in, in other world things, I set my expectations way up here, but if I, don't, I, don't get it, I don't get it, because the other expectations you need are pushed upon your kids, and you're going to get it done. They're going to do it. So you have yes men. You will, you always, almost always get what you want, because they can't challenge you and say, no, nah, bro, I'm not doing it. But but I'm saying that I think that dynamic has changed, especially with well, the two older ones. Maybe for now, sure. maybe now. But again, right. I'm talking 18 years of them developing. It was your way or no way. But I don't talk. I'm not saying to be politics. I'm talking okay. general. In general, oh, but, but Steve relate this. Wants, relate, Steve relate, gets. But I'm saying we relate this back to politics, though. My 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 one track. You line. would know to. They don't want to hear politics. You wouldn't talk politics. But because you've never been checked by any, by the re- your entire life about don't say this like. I, you don't use profanity. I use it in my everyday life right. easily. Right. But in here, it's something I check because you it's not your, your cup of tea. If like politics is not my cup of tea, but you still talk about it. But but you know what? That's not true. Politics is your cup of tea. N- I, I, hold on, hold on. Let me say it differently. Okay. Moment. Okay. Let me let me let me broaden this out. Because I think when you say politics, the the spectrum of politics is very wide. Yeah. Right? Because remember that time when we were going through the list? And we we're trying to figure out what politics was and what, yeah, like, what yeah. we talked about. And there were like some things on says salary is politics. You said it's not. Okay. I but don't it, remember, but let's yeah, just say. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, because okay, it right. what's your how much money he makes, but it's the governor. Okay. So it is political. So because so there's a spectrum there, right? Yeah. And I think that, oh, hold on. I guess here's another way of saying it. Yeah. Politics is public. Anything that's in the public sphere sphere can be considered po- politics. And and the way it becomes really political is when you seek to try to control it, right? Okay. And so I think that most of what we consume is really political. And it's just how far are you willing to take the conversation? Like I think that if uh, if there's depth, right, and, and, and one being the deepest you can go and ten being the most shallow you can go, I think that in almost every conversation you – that's political that you don't mind engaging in it, but you like, you know, nine or eight or something like that. But I'm the person who like almost every conversation I can go to one with yeah. it. You and know again, what based off, your, off what you said, my boys are probably like, Oh my God, this guy again, because you've never been told stop talking about anything. So you just go with it and be damned. Those who don't want to listen to no, it. No, because no, they, if they, if they don't want to listen to it, they're not going to listen to it. They're going to say, I mean like Herb, I can think of her multiple times saying like, Come on, Steve. <laughs> you know but do you stop or do you keep going? I, I try. I try. I do my you best. You stop or you don't. I, I, it, I, it's where we're at episode eighty-two. We're in eighty-two. I would say I try 70, 70 to seventy-five, somewhere in there. Right. You say recording. 
listen, if I can't come in here to do politics, like I don't, I'm going to, I don't see myself finding time to come do this. No, I never said that. Yeah, it's in Mark there. the tape. Find it for me. I don't me. know. It's one of those. But you say it's towards Find the end. Find it for me. And you say, like, listen, if, you know, if we don't find, because we're talking about doing the newspaper thing. And I'm like, it's, it's too much. You're like, listen, man, if, I, if I can't come in here and get, and, get it, and get this out, I don't, you know, finding time to come oh, do this is not, you know. I, hold on a second. So I do, because this is where your dad said something about that. It being too political. Right, right, right. Or and, be more well-rounded. Right. And you're like, well, if I can't get to politics... I don't see myself. I, man, I think I know that the point that I was trying to say is that I I can't I don't want I, I don't want my I don't want to, I don't want this time to be trivial, totally trivial. And yeah. like I think that there's important things that are happening around us. To your point, like we were talking about I think the last time we recorded mm-hmm saying that this is our way of making a change, right? Yeah. So if this is really our way of making a change, then we got to make that change, right? Now, can we create it in a way where it's not always at number one or number two? Like, can we hang out in the seven or eights or nines? Yeah, I'm sure. And that's like a tolerance, that's a that's a development level, a development thing that we know that I, I you know, got to be more sensitive to. And I think I tried. No, you do. But... But I, but I want to make a change. I want to make a difference. And that's the point I'm trying to make. Agree, I want to make a difference. A hundred percent. How many times have you said when you've been here talking or Janice has told you, you it's wah, 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 wah. You, people tune, people it's, it's zone been, out. It's been a long time. All right. But I'm saying, but the, but that's been brought to your attention. Right. And, that, you and get I'm saying going, and because of that. Okay, good. Yeah. That, that's my point. So right, it's right. a learning thing. People tell you, like, you get, like the episode I released today is two and a half hours long. Personally, I'm not editing it. It was I cut one hour and I put it out. The rest of it's gone. Never look at it again. It'll be a unaired original in case we get on whatever. It was so that one point I clocked myself. I didn't talk for nearly 30 minutes because you were just railing about political stuff. I have no idea what you talked about. But you were gone. No, no, no. I was here. I was sitting here watching. I was watching you go, and I watched the video because a part of the video. And I'm kind of you know doing this, and I'm like, yeah, I couldn't tell you what you said, not even a little bit. It zoned me out so fast for so long. I could, and, and I, I know it was part. It was in the beginning, I believe, because the second part is when we got going about, you know, going to the the, the ballots and doing something, and we cut and we just kind of go went left and right, and left and right, and we had a nice uh, uh, debate about it, which was lively. It was entertaining, but you were. I can't I honestly. I can't even think of the topic you were talking about. I have Be- no idea. Me neither. Well, and you don't know because you forget stuff. You're an old man. Um. I have no idea. But yeah, I, I remember like li- uh, looking, I think myself, Mark, write down what it was because this is when I, I realized that I haven't been paying attention. And I, that's not just you in general. I've always been that way. Like I'll notice a clock and think to myself, huh, I don't remember the last time I looked at that clock, but I know it wasn't, you know, one thirty. Last time I saw it was like 12 something. I just zoned out and, you know, whatever. But you went and I didn't, and I didn't get in your way. I didn't like you know, reel you in because you weren't long-winded. You were just topic, 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 which I was great. I wish knew what it was. It was probably all of it, to be honest. <laughs> but um, but it was, you know, and I said, I think myself, like, it's, it was too much. That's why I told today, we started today. I'm not, you start, you going politics, I'm going the other way. Right. You had, two hours were hijacked for a political conversation. <laughs> and to your point about let's keep it at a 10, the very first thing we kicked off with the desensit- desensitate- desensitizing people right. with the news, 
that's political. They're making it over the top with the news where kids do not have care for life anymore. Everything is desensitizing. I didn't want to make that leap the first part of the show because I did not do not want to talk about guns or Texas. I couldn't care less anymore. What was the first thing we talked about? About the hurricane coming. Oh, okay. Okay. And the point is, I was like, well, listen, they make it so crazy to desensitize you because that's the goal. And you didn't put it together because you'd talk about desensitizing for the last week about the guns. You didn't bring it up. I sure as hell was not. I changed. We moved on to something else. But, but I'm saying, but listen, but that again, this is this is growth, right? Because, and I, and it's funny because I guess growth growth is episodic, meaning that from episode to episode it might change. But in this situation, um, to not go to a one because I could have easily have taken it to a one. I don't know? think you picked up on it because you would have you'd have said, "Oh, like the guns," because you met, but you didn't say it. If you had said it, we would not we. We would have the, the gone, show would have been hijacked. Yeah, and, and that's why I said I'm not letting it happen today because right. like it's we got a bunch of other stuff you know talking about here. Well, then I think it's on you as as an umpire to realize, huh? There are keywords that I can say that's gonna that's gonna take us over the cliff. Let me not say it because well, no, because certain <laughs> things like I said, this could have been said. This is what people be aware. They are they are tricking you into being desensitized, and and then you brought up um, Top Gun. Right. That was a great political conversation that wasn't political it's social engineering it is political they are trying to manipulate your mind but it stayed on a topic of all right this isn't once you start talking politics uh, i do it here amy tunes out i imagine janice at times and my when my dad does it my family oh here we go again but if you talk a topic that everybody is interested at in, at a level that everyone is that everybody in. will will tolerate well i get it then you you reach a broader audience when it's, oh, Steve's talking politics today, fast forward, where's Billings? He's talking something ridiculous today. Let me fast forward to that point. But if it's like, I don't know if politics are coming, but they hit on the social engineering thing. That's pretty interesting. And that would have been, you know, this in the TV and their gay list and, no, nah, I'm turning it off. You have to navigate, ebb and flow ever so slightly to the, to the non-hardcore poli- uh, political people. 10,000 hours. Yeah, that seems like a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm endeavoring. We I'm are endeavoring. endeavoring. We're... I don't know how many hours we have on here. We're we're at least at least a hundred hours. Yeah, I mean, listen. When I saw that we were in the eighties, like, what is this? This is eighty two. Damn, that's awesome, man. I, if, in terms of stick tuitiveness, that is awesome because this is not easy. No, it's not. It's not easy. And look, just based on what we just talked about, you're talking about a guy who's hyper political, right? Which is me, right? And then whatever you want to call you, which is to the other extreme, to navigate conversations where it doesn't is not too shallow where it turns me off or not too hyper political where it turns you off that's that's work man it is because we you talk politics and we sit and I, and I the reason I can go with it is we talk people not politics so we can say the same thing you know but I look at the people side of it the liberals the this, it, it's political but look at the people manipulating you this is right. who you got to see cuz you can't see their political power in front of you right. you can only see how they act so and then by the way these are the liberals <laughs> oh crap! Okay, I get what you're saying, and, and you see what happens. The news is this. Right. The news is saying that, and then when we finish that topic, by the way, the news is predominantly liberal. Oh, I see what you did. They get tied in the political stuff without being political. Then there's times where, listen, we know these leftists in the media, and you go right at it because something is so outrageous. Right, right. You have to get to. I had to get to one right away. I got a deep dive right yeah. away. Yeah, but yeah. But for the most part, you got you go back and forth. You're talking this, talking that, because it, like you said, everything intertwines. But how? 
Like we didn't we didn't all get to the gay pride stuff that people are being ripped. Sports teams, Buffalo did it today. New England. What did Buffalo do? They they put up their big gay Buffalo Bill something or other. Uh. The um, New England did it. They got destroyed online. Tampa Bay Rays players. Now I'm not doing this. I'm refusing to wear it. So they're have they're going up. Are and you serious? Yeah, they're refusing to wear the emblem on their on their uh, sleeve now. So there's a lot of that stuff. That that I would have rather talked about that than politics, because though this is political because right. it's forced on you by the government and it's ESG it has nothing it's not it's political where I would find it interesting that's interesting I would like I mean hopefully we can get back in here before Friday but I would love to know well that's going to be a conspiracy corner because I, I I just just last night before I was going to bed I was on YouTube and uh, sports wars I watched kind of like a division of info wars within 20 minutes of each other had the bills thing on there and uh, not the Bills thing had Tampa the Bay? had uh, they had Tampa. They had Gillette Stadium for sure. The one that you told me where I'm not wearing it. Yeah, isn't that Tampa Bay? Yeah, but no, that that wasn't that. I okay. heard that this morning. Okay. So these these guys, the uh, sports wars. The one one video they had three minutes was about Gillette Stadium, the Patriots getting blasted online, and the hate speech that was censored from their Twitter feed saying this isn't about football. I don't want to hear it was taken down as hate speech. And the worst ratings in the last 15, 20 years of the NBA Finals blamed on Steve Kerr and his gun nonsense. The worst, and these aren't, these aren't your mid-range people. It's the, the, the biggest draws so far by the ratings, at least what they put in this report, the Celtics and the Warriors are the two biggest draws in the playoffs this far, tanked. Worse than 15 plus years, because once the, it, the all the ratings were up and up and up, everything was good. Then he said what he, he said. He said what he said, and everything just crapped out. Yeah. Worse than 15 years, and that was Cleveland, San, San Antonio, which were based on the demographics, boring cities, boring cities for sure. And listen, was that was that um, LeBron James, Cleveland? Uh, yeah, 2007, I think. Okay, so when when he first got into the league, okay. Listen, I gotta tell you something. That Steve Kerr thing really bothered me. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if we talked about it, but it really bothered me. The first time me. we talked about it. This is the second like, time doing it. People, Certain people. When you say first time, meaning way, way back when? or he. This is the second time he's done it. This happened a couple, didn't, uh, there maybe was something it was he crew, said. maybe down here, or was it? It was maybe a year or so. It wasn't yeah, yeah, that yeah, long, right. far back. I don't, I don't remember what happened, though. Uh, people were cheering him. You know, he's got, he's got the right point because his dad was a victim of gun violence right. or something no, like I'm that. Saying, but what happened in in the news that made him comment? Oh, people were like, way to go, man! Good job, Steve. Uh, uh, Steve no, no, Kerr. I'm saying, what incident happened? Like, who died for him? To, some after, some mass shooting. There, I don't there know was a mass one. shooting. There was yeah, mass whatever shooting. whatever one happened okay, in the last I, couple I, years. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, and he was up in arms about that, and people okay. were way to go. And so now was doing it again, and all, the ratings were at an uptick. With the two most watched teams in the finals, right. he said his thing, boom, down. Overall, 15 years, the worst you could imagine. It serves him right, man. It serves him right. Because, look, I don't even have a problem with him having an opinion. Me neither. That's the thing. I don't mind his opinion. I mind that he's using his platform to express an opinion in such a way that if you disagree with him, you're a bad guy. Yeah. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. Don't express your opinion in such a way that there's no negotiation. That is either everything that I say or you're bad. Yeah. And that's how he comes across. He comes across very self-righteous and I can't uh no, it's true, and it's not like I said. No, nobody's happy. His dad was gunned down. No one is happy. Nobody. These kids were gunned down. Nobody. Nobody's happy about it. But you, 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 like Steve said, you are worried and getting away, Steve Kerr. Where if I say, "No, nah, man, I, 
be quiet, you're going to make it seem like I'm, I'm against what you're saying. And I'm not. I just don't want you saying it as loud and aggressive and all over the place as you are. <laughs> Especially with your platform. Yeah, I don't want to hear Especially it. Especially with your platform. We're here. We're saying our piece. And if anybody you know doesn't agree with us, you know you have the Instagrams and the social medias to re- put your reply. You have our yeah. our um, website where you can post comments. You can you can feedback. No one is ever telling you from here. Don't say what you want to say. But say what you want to say. We're going to reply to it. And if you don't want to hear it, that's fine. We're going to still say it. So stay with Steve Kerr. I don't want to hear what he has to say. Does he have the right to say it? Yes. But if I decide to change the channel or say he's nuts, don't vilify me for disagreeing with how he's saying what he's saying. I don't want to hear it. Right. And that's it. Take away your emotions, man. Again, nobody's happy these kids died. But I don't want to hear some political figure only saying it and, and the reason they're going to him is because of his personal connection. You don't hear Popovich talking anymore. I'm not sure if he's uh, in the, around anymore. Yeah, he's still. But you don't hear anybody else saying they're user political crap. They go to Steve Kerr. Hey, based on your situation with your father, what do you feel about this scenario? Right then and there, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't, I don't care, bro. Not my, I don't want to listen to it. You're, being, you're trying to manipulate me by thinking he knows more about people dying because his dad died by guns than I do watching these kids die. That's not the case. I don't. I personally, I don't know what it's like to lose a, a parent to gun violence, but I I see these people who lose their kids. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't need someone who's been in that situation telling me how bad it is. I don't. How how much worse can it be than the worst thing ever? Can it be worse than the worst thing ever? No, so shut your mouth. I don't want to hear it. What else you got? It, it, it was so good what you said. I didn't want to step on it. I just wanted to just let it let it. Yeah, well, sometimes rest. I get on the roll because it's it's my biggest thing is right versus wrong. He has the right to say it, but he's doing it the wrong way, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And again, it's just my opinion. Right. People like hearing him. Go for it. But don't get mad when I change the channel or turn off the finals. I'm not watching anyway, but the only recourse I have is to turn it off but in part, this and is, keep this my is, money. This is part of it because I believe that this is all part, whether you realize it or not, this is all part of this whole woke it continuum. Is. It's all part of it, you know, and, and we're all being manipulated. I even think Steve Kerr is being manipulated and he doesn't even realize it. Oh, no. If someone comes to you, hey, tell me about your dad dying by gun violence and these kids, how is that not manipulating you? <laughs> but, but I'm saying, but if he doesn't realize well, it. Well, he's an idiot. If it is. <laughs> Because I can ask you, Steve, what do you feel about kids dying? Right. I think you're going to give me an honest opinion if I say, well, you know, hey, you know, your friend way back when died by guns. How do you feel? I, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, well, how does it relate? Yeah. You know, I, I know a few people who've died that way. That doesn't right. change my thought on, on guns or how these kids died. I don't, my, my personal feelings have nothing to do with it. It's that simple. Here's what's interesting about Steve Kerr's father dying. He didn't even die in this country. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know. He he didn't even die in this country. He died in uh, Lebanon. And and look, man, you're talking about a part of the world that's at wartime at all times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. So part of the world, if he went over there and spoke his thought, they'd shoot him in the face on TV. So it's like, what what do you, like, it's. So his his voice is even less, is even more worthless to me now than it was before. So I didn't know it was over there where gun, like where it's, it's a horrible part of the world. It's a bad part of town and the and the grand world and the uh, world grand scheme of and things, the grand scheme right, of things. It's right. a bad part of town, Lebanon. We all know that. 
So don't, don't come here and, and voice your opinion here about how bad gun violence is. Like, was your dad in the service? Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, like you it's, know, it's so not really not not taking away from somebody right passing now. away. Right. But come on, man, you're only pounding your fist over here because you're amping you up to do it. Listen, you're pounding your fist to say that what 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 is it that you want? Do you want no one to have guns? Because that's a starting position that okay you you want a civil war you want to fight that's that's a non-starter no they they want a civil war but not a fight they want they want you to lose by taking all of your guns yeah that's, so there's no fight they I, want you to lose I, I you know we I, I know we got to end but I'll just say this because I did, I did have an article I was going to read today but they were talking about these mass shootings that happened over the course of the last 10 days, they, they, there was like 22 mass shootings, and they call it a mass shooting when four or more people get shot. Not necessarily dead, but four or more people get shot. Yeah. I was going to read them At to you. At one point it was six, then it was one gunman getting six people, then one with what, whatever, four. Whatever they got to do to get the numbers up, Now it's anybody right? shooting yeah. with multiple, yeah. But, uh, and again, we say like, oh, anybody's shooting, we understand the severity of it. Yeah. But you have to understand that within the last 10 days, horrible things have happened, and the media is changing their description yeah. to all, everything fit mass shooting. You, as the, as the viewer, should say, I mean, I get it, Matt, but why is everything now a yeah, mass why, shooting? Like, what happened 10 days before that? They, are you telling me they didn't exist? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Because if they, what did you change to make me see these numbers now? So that's, that's that. But, I was going to read to you each one of the events that they consider a mass shooting. And the only reason I was going to do it is to show, and I might do it next time we, we meet, but the, I wanted to show you that none of these mass shootings, almost, uh, almost I think maybe three of these what they call quote-unquote mass shootings could have been prevented if they would have had a law in the books that said you can't ha have a gun until you're 21, right? So... Two of them. Everything else is like there's nothing that we could have had on the book. And now listen, just full disclosure, I'm not for saying I'd be 21 to have a gun. Full disclosure. And I know we might not agree with this, but I just want to put it out Well, there. go check it out. Clip, I think it's 79, where I, I talk about that changing the gun age. Right. And then say you absolutely cannot change the gun age. You cannot give in. You cannot negotiate with crazy. The liberals are crazy. So, yes, you can raise the age. You can get a co-signer. You can do all this stuff. But no, you cannot. Because if you do, you've already given ground and you're already going to lose the battle against the liberals. So you absolutely cannot. Because we're not negotiating in good conscience. Like, they're, we're no, not we negotiating. Are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but we're we not are. negotiating with people who are being honest about that. And, you, end and your game. Democrat on the street will say, Okay, I'm down for that. Let, let's let's put a cosigner to your 21. No, no automatic or semi to your 25. Let's do all that because you can rent a car. Sure, let's do all that. The the logical person will understand. Mm -hmm. The liberal who's making the laws does not. The seed has weakness and will run with it. So no, you cannot change it. So I I just wanted to say that they they talk about these mass shootings in a way that we actually can prevent them. And the only way, literally. Where they're going with this to prevent it is where there are no guns, where no one can have a gun. That's really where they're going with this, yeah. and that's the problem. And that's where, when I say that we're not, our negotiating partners aren't being honest. They're not being, they're not being truthful. Well, that could be the reason why they're changing the, the mass shooting because the, the guy, the Philadelphia Chattanooga, whatever South Street Club, oh. was I think three or four guys with handguns. Right. Well, it's a mass shooting. So they weren't out there with ARs or semi-automatics. They had handguns, but three or four guys all shooting at the same time. Hey, whoa. 
And that's what I said. They're going to find a way to break all these rules to where the, lo- the semi-logical person will say, we added this caveat to the background check. We added this to the, the cosigner. We added all these things. I guess the only logical step is to erase all the guns. Be- that's where they want you to get to. That's where they want you to get to because I want to say like 1%, 2%, something very small in terms of death are, are attributed to – I actually, um, I actually had that, but, had but when the power went out the other day, the everything erased it's, on the it's, computer. It's such a small number, you would be like, I think the mass population would not believe the number when you saw it. It's, it's so, so small. Most of the violence are with handguns. And so when they're, talk, when they're pointing at the AR, they're not really pointing at the AR. That's just subterfuge. That is the shiny object. What they really want are all the guns. And, and because... We know that that's what they want. We can't even have a conversation. We can't even have a conversation. Yeah, that, that's exactly what they want. Man, I'm trying to find it, but donate to this. I'm not donating anything out of here. <laughs> it was in this in this cluster that I have here, but... yeah, You, you, you got to have an inbox, Mary, because you start throwing things in there, you know? Well, you could use your other stuff stays on here, but it's even when the power goes out, the computer shuts itself off. I never lose anything. But for the other, other day, this it completely shut down where it had to be restarted, and I think that's when it wipes everything clean. Here we go. Let me see this one. Gun statistics. This is it here. Go away thing. Oh, wrong one. Do 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 do. All right, homicides. Uh, twenty twenty. Total U.S. gun violent deaths in twenty twenty forty three thousand five hundred and fifty one. By general homicide, 19,395. Suicide, 24,156. Mass shootings, 611. Mass murders, 21. So again, none of these numbers for you people who, are, who do not think clearly, none of these numbers are we saying are okay. But a 43,500... I, I was going to do the math right now. 43,551... 51. 21 were mass murders. Divided by, what was it, 600? What was that last number you gave me? The mass shootings yeah, were six. 611. So 611 of 43,551. That's not even a percent. Oh, actually, that's not true. I'm sorry. That's 1.4%. Sorry. That's 1.4%. And listen, we're not, again, we're not saying it's okay. We're I, not. But, but you, but to, to to say that we need to take all these guns, we need to do all this stuff. Listen, we're going to prevent all these things. I give you a comparison. This is this is a comparison. Months ago, I told you about. I was reading this article about this woman who was railing against big trucks, and she was talking about yes. that we have to do something about this. People are dying with big trucks. And I'm like, crap, really? I didn't even know this. I mean, she got me. But then, as you continue reading the articles, you'll realize that again, the number of people who die by um, by vehicle, just by vehicle accidents were like, let's say 8,000, 9,000, somewhere in that number. And the number of people who died by, by trucks was like a dozen, right? Something, something very, very small. And even with the number that they gave you, they couldn't tell you whether those people were at fault. The ones who got yeah. killed, like, did you run into a truck? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, what, what happened? Did you not have a seatbelt on? That they couldn't even tell you who was at fault in the accident, and yet she's writing this article. She has this national stage to write this article about we need to do something about it. And my point is to you, we're not going to stop people from dying from big trucks. 
It's just not going to happen. There are going to be people every year that die from big trucks. And I think that there's going to be people every year that are going to die from guns. It's just, it, I mean, it's the way that, that just, we're living in a culture where that's going to happen. And so look at the numbers and ask yourself, like, okay, do you really want this to be zero? And I think that that's the biggest thing. We're living in an age where we're being sold and manipulated and think that we can get things to zero. That's not going to happen. That is not a reality. Even if you take away all the guns, you're not going to get to zero. And stop trying to make it seem like that that's even a possibility. It's not a possibility. Yeah, there are 300. This is from 2018 census. 3 million, uh, 327 million people to 300 and to 3 million. Holy crap. 393 million guns to 327 million people. So you can't be zero. 43,000 people die of breast cancer a year. 45,000 die of pancreatic cancer a year. 40,000 die from gun violence. Stop trying to get to zero. Who owns the guns? 44% of Americans have at least one gun in their household. 72% own a handgun or a pistol. 62% own a rifle, including semi-automatic models such as an AR-15. 54% own a shotgun. Now look at that. I want to say something because right now the big thing, the big whip to do is getting magazines, smaller magazines. Yeah. Again, going back to my 1.4%, do you understand that a, a 9 millimeter can hold 17 rounds? Like 15 to 17 rounds, most 9 millimeters can hold that, that amount. And you're telling me that they want to get it so that the magazines can only hold 10 rounds. 10. Which means that What's going to happen is that now that gun is no longer going to be any good because I can't get a magazine to fit into it. And then, believe it or not, they're going to try to find a way where I can't replace my gun with another gun. It's all, it all goes back to no guns. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having 17 rounds. As if 17 rounds is, 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 is more, is, or 10 rounds is more safe than 17 rounds. You know what I'm saying? It's like, next thing you know, they're going to tell you, you can only have a single shot gun. You got to shoot one round and then reload and then shoot another round. Come on, guys. You can't get to zero. They're manipulating us. They're manipulating the conversation. They're tugging on your emotions. It's disgusting. And we got to, we the people got to wake up and see this. But unfortunately, with the media the way it is and the way they're writing articles, like you said, with, with, the, with the slave thing, which one sounds more emotional yeah. they're gonna they're gonna manipulate us and, and if we don't wisen up and and just and, and and say it plainly so that you can see man i don't know i do not know if we get the gun part to um to the video it's from the reader's digest rd.com slash article slash gun violence statistics there are i'm again as i've said before i'm reading the stats that make my argument there's one here for guns, guns versus cars. There are three times as many drivers as gun owners, yet yearly gun deaths 40,000 surpass car deaths 39,000. So this article shows it across the board, both sides. So that's something you want to you look at. And again, it's readersdigest.article/gunviolence. It shows you know, who owns the guns, what kind of guns are used, which states have the most guns versus which states have the most killings, only well, one, two, three, four, five overlap who have the highest gun ownership. 
and the most gun deaths versus the states who don't. They're just there. So it has information. I'll post it, and if we get the video, this will be in the in the description. But check it out. It's got information for both sides of your argument, for both sides of why you need guns and why you think you should get rid of them, and you can form your own well-rounded opinion and start if with, you so choose. Yeah, but always start, no matter what. No matter what side of the argument you're on, always start with the place that it's in the Constitution. It's part of the Bill of Rights. And that, and that's something I want to I wanna get to. Again, that'll be a separate thing. But um, it's we've said it both ways. We've got the distinction from Steve on separation of search and state where the people say oh keep the keep the guns uh keep the guns keep the religion out oh, of schools church and state, right well yeah the separation of church and state keep the keep the religion out of schools where no that's not what it says it's misinterpreted it's simply the state cannot tell you what religion to be exactly so this isn't the the second amendment you know it gives you the right to bear arms it does not it makes sure the government does not infringe on your right to bear arms doesn't give you the right to bear them. It says the government cannot stop you from bearing them. So that's something we got them. The media is either saying the right to bear arms. Some are saying infringing. Keep that in mind. It is not to give you the right to have a gun. It's to make sure you, you already have that right. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a God-given right, yeah, you like can't, breathing. That, no one's saying right. no. It's saying the government cannot tell you you cannot have it. So you need to start making that distinction. Like Steve said, we've said it now going forward with the last couple episodes. Start with the Constitution and work your way back. Yes. It's not about owning a gun. It's about the government cannot tell you you cannot own a gun. That's that's what the Second Amendment is. So start sharing that with people who fact checkers and all these nonsensical people. Hey, okay, want to be fact check? This says that I have the right to own the gun. This says the government cannot tell me that I can't own a gun, and they cannot take it. That's what it says. And shut them up before we even start talking. <laughs> Excellent point. You guys have a great day. Peace.